Welcome to 11 Cats Radio. Have you ever wondered how a cat's perception of the world might differ from your own? Well, put your cat glasses on and find out what cats want you to know as we explore their world through their eyes. I am your hostess, Pat Rulo, a healthcare and patient advocate for people and an advocate, not only for my 11 cats, but for you and yours and for cats everywhere. Enjoy the next few minutes with us where we believe that a cat is not just a cat. Well, today we are going to talk about the seven step at home cat exam as outlined by the Humane Society. How a regular nose to tail checkup will help you stay on top of your cat's health. Now we all know that regular visits to our veterinarian are essential to keeping cats healthy. And you can keep tabs though on how your cat is doing between vet visits with this nose to tail checkup at home. We've got seven simple steps. Number one, spend some time on your cat's skin while petting your cat. Feel for any lumps, scratches, scabs, swelling, or any other irregularities. Dandruff and oily or missing fur can indicate skin or internal problems. And always part the fur, sadly, to look for fleas. Specks that look like black pepper are actually flea dirt, really flea feces, that contain your cat's blood and turn red when wet. They even sell special flea combs that you can use to test for fleas. Keep an eye on any lumps, especially if they appear after a vaccination or a microchipping. Secondly, examine your cat's ears. The hairless part of your cat's ears should be clean and odorless. And if your cat is having problems, they may shake their head a lot and scratch their ears. Check for flaking, scabs, a bad odor, or discharge. If you see a black, gritty substance inside, they probably have ear mites, which are parasites that can cause severe itching and are contagious to other cats. So you'll need to take heed and never cut the hairs in the cat's ears. Third, spy into your cat's eyes. What to look for are bright, clear, evenly focused eyes. If you see redness, discoloration, or discharge, squinting, or the emergence of the third eyelid, your cat may have a problem that again requires a call to your vet. Number four, make time for your cat's mouth. Healthy gums are pink, pale, or bright. Red gums may mean something is wrong with your cat. Drooling and pawing at the mouth are cause for concern as well. Brown streaks and tartar buildup on the teeth may indicate a dental problem. And if your cat's breath is so bad that you can't stand to have him or her near you, well, again, it's probably time for a veterinarian to take a look. Number five, don't be shy. Get nosy with your cat. A cat's nose should be clean. Depending on their activity level and the temperature of their surroundings, their nose may be warm or cold. If your cat paws at their nose or sneezes frequently, or if you see mucus or other discharge, again, contact your vet. Number six, this is weird, but take a look under your cat's tail. Look under the tail, that's right. And if you see what looks like grains of rice or little bits of spaghetti, you are looking at signs of parasites some of which may spread to other pets, typically tapeworms. I remember the first time I came across a tapeworm, one of my cats was sitting on my desk as I was working. And as she moved away, I saw this little white speck. 
And I thought I was going crazy because very, very slowly, the speck started to move. I had a magnifying glass nearby because they're making print smaller these days. And I peered at that and saw that it in fact was moving. So Dr. Google was handy, luckily, and I realized then that it was a tapeworm. So again, a phone call to your vet so you can get medication to get rid of these unwanted guests. And speaking of medication, never, ever, ever give your cat any medication without your vet's advice. Many human drugs, such as aspirin and acetaminophen, Tylenol, cold medicines, anti-cancer drugs, diet pills, antidepressants, these can poison cats. Even vitamins can be toxic. So please don't play doctor and give your cats anything that you take. Always make sure your vet prescribes it or that you know what it is that you're giving your cat that it is specifically for a cat in the proper dose based on their weight. And number seven, focus on your cat's feet. Now, most cats don't like to have their feet touched. If yours doesn't mind, look for stuck on litter, torn claws, cuts, swellings, or infections. Also check your cat's claws regularly to see if they need to be trimmed. Untrimmed claws can inadvertently scratch you, which I'm sure you know already, can get caught on carpet and furniture and grow into the paw. I found this out. I have a couple of Hemingway cats, polydactyl cats. They've got a extra claw and this claw seems to bend backwards and get caught in the skin. So yep, check your cat's feet. Now here's some post-exam pointers after you've given this little quick seven check exam. If your cat likes to be brushed, finish off the exam with a nice grooming session. Brushing is so good for removing loose fur, distributing oils, and stimulating blood flow. It also prevents hairballs which cats cough up after they've swallowed too much fur from grooming themselves or maybe grooming another cat in the house. So when it comes to your cat's health, it's helpful to know things ahead of time, to be prepared, and to have maybe a book on cat care that includes a section on emergency first aid. And again, while you should never try to be your own veterinarian, you can learn some emergency procedures that could minimize damage and keep your pet relatively comfortable on the way to the vet. So now is the time to educate yourself and perhaps put together a first aid kit ahead of time. Always have one on hand, even when you're traveling with your cat. So if something goes wrong, you'll be thankful you thought ahead and so will your cat. Now, once you check off this seven step nose to tail cat exam and a grooming, your cat should be feeling relaxed and happy with life. So now it's time to play. It's so important to play with your cat because physical activity can reduce stress and also bad behavior. Playing with your cat for 10 to 15 minutes twice a day may help both of you feel more relaxed. So here are some tips. Wind down the play in the last couple of minutes so that your cat can calm down and always end by giving your cat a treat or a little meal. Set aside a couple of special toys just for playtime and then put them away for later. That makes them very special and when you take them out, your cat realizes it's time for play. To keep toys interesting, rotate them every few days. And you can experiment with games. Here's a few tried and true ways to play with your cat to get you started. There's the chase. The best type of interactive toy is the fishing rod toy that has a three foot rod attached to a three foot string and a couple of feathers added to the end of it. Cats love to grab and pounce on these feathers as you move them around. They like these toys because they get to chase prey. When playing with your cat, try to simulate the cat's hunting of prey as best you can. Prey, they slink, 
They stop, they hide, they make sudden movements and move away from the cat. So make like a snake or a bird. Then there's fetch. Some cats are like dogs. They love chasing treats or dry food and then returning for more. Often when I give my cats a treat, I throw it so they run for it. At least it gives them a little bit of activity, makes them feel like they're chasing and hunting and killing. Then there's rolling. Other cats adore chasing balls made out of aluminum foil or other materials. The rings from beverage bottles or catnip mice. Then there's catnip toys. Most adult cats love catnip. So buy some high quality, I always get organic, and rub it on the cat's existing toys or the scratching post, put some on the floor or stuff some in a sock and tie the end. Always make your home interesting because boredom can cause stress. So giving your cat interesting or fun things to do on their own, again, also reduces bad behavior. So try these. There's the ever familiar scratching post. The best posts are at least three feet high, sturdy and made of a rope material. You can also put some catnip or cat toys on the top of the post and then that gives them a way to jump up. Hiding foods. Cats love to find hidden food. You can leave out treat balls, which are plastic balls with holes. And once you put the treats in and put the ball down, your cat will learn to move the ball to make the treats fall out of the holes. You can also make your own treat ball by sealing the ends of a paper towel roll and poking holes in it. There's lots of creative ways to make a treat ball. Cats love to play with paper bags. How simple is that? If they have handles, be sure to cut them off so they don't get caught in them. They love cardboard boxes, aluminum foil balls, and crinkly wrapping paper. Now to make your home feel safe after a play session, the following things will help make your home a refuge. Hiding places. Cats love to have safe hiding places throughout the home. Here are a few options. Cat carriers. I always leave a cat carrier out so that if we need to use it to get to the vet, it is now a familiar piece of furniture for them, basically. So in a cat carrier, sometimes I stuff a pillow and they hide out in it. Again, cardboard boxes, space in closets, or towels draped over chairs, cat trees, or soft tents, which you can find at pet stores. Now, some cats like to rest in high spaces because there's security in high spaces where they can observe the home environment. Cat trees are ideal resting places, but you could also make a safe place for your cat by clearing a space on a bookshelf, desks, windowsills, maybe by adding a cat perch to the wall. Now, if it's a multi-cat household, make sure there are enough resources for everyone. Provide multiple litter boxes and multiple food and water bowls, many high resting and hiding places, as well as individual attention and interactive playtime with each and every cat. Here's another thing that's important to a cat is routine. A change in your cat's eating, resting, or play routine caused by something like a new work schedule or a vacation or a new baby in the home can really make your cat nervous and insecure. Your cat craves consistency, so be mindful when making plans that you have a cat to think about. So there you have it. How spending time with your cat allows you to not only check on their health, but also to foster a fun and happy relationship through play. I hope you make it a daily priority to spend quality time with your feline friends. I gotta go now. I've got a seven step nose to tail cat exam checkup, some grooming and some playing to do. Thank you for joining us at 11 Cats Radio. I am Pat Rulo. Grateful that you choose to advocate with me. Like us on Facebook at 11 Cats Radio. Follow us on Twitter 
at 11catsradio. And while you're there, post some pictures of you and your cats and share your favorite cat tips. Send us your cat's most pressing questions and we will answer them on the show. Until next time, visit 11catsradio.com and give your cat a kiss from me. And remember, accepting a cat into your life is a lifetime commitment.